0: All right, so once again, uh, my name is Neb Taharka. I'm gonna be your host for today's session on artificial time, natural time, and synchronicity. This is a three-part series. This is the first session of a three-part series. And really what this series is designed to do is to help us connect or reconnect with our cosmic memory circuits. So this is very important because many of us have been just kind of been limited to our body or we may refer to the body as an avatar and really haven't been able to live on an experience outside the body. In other words, the whole experience that we have throughout this cosmos is dealing with how we view time. And if we view time as a mechanical clock or a digital clock or a calendar that is irregular, we will then create, through a regular time, an irregular mind, okay? So this is important uh, for us, those of us that really wanna advance spiritually to be able to become more cosmic beings, be aligned with the cosmos and the cycles of the cosmos so we can expand our mind into our paranormal abilities, okay? So what we're gonna talk about today in in this first session is we're gonna focus in on artificial time. And so one of the things that we gotta address, and when I looked at this a few years ago, uh, it's pretty mind boggling to look at it. And so just to kind of tell you a little bit my story, about five years ago, I started to study the law of time and synchronicity uh, during a period where I kind of was searching, I was searching for something that I thought could help me really get some answers to some questions that I had that religions couldn't answer. Uh, there were elders who couldn't answer these questions and no matter where I studied and I don't know about you all, but I was experiencing some some gaps like there's something missing and I, and I didn't know what. Let me tell you something. As soon as I start studying this, I start saying this might be that missing piece (laughs) that kind of brings everything together. And I've studied a lot of different things over the last 20 years from personal growth and development to spiritual growth and development. Uh, I've done intense brain balancing. Uh, I also teach a mind science called the hollow mind or whole mind receiver, which shows us how to access our paranormal abilities and gifts, become more telepathic in our experience. All of that, right, that I studied, it wasn't until I started studying this natural time and synchronicity versus what I was inundated with, with artificial time, that I really started to say, wait a minute, this is how this whole thing works on my behold. I hope this is making sense to you all because I really, and to be honest with you, I've never got on a platform like this and even shared this kind of story about how this is kind of transpired. So in lieu of that, I start studying and this made so much sense to me. I didn't know how to take it. I almost thought, is this real? (laughs) I've been looking for this piece for the longest. So let me tell you what happens. I start studying and I start looking at the Gregorian calendar. And I noticed and I've been noticing this for a while, but I never questioned it. And I noticed that it was 12 months. That's not a problem. 12 is a powerful number. But I noticed that some months were 28 days. Sometimes a 28 day month was 29 days on a leap year. Some months were 30 days and some months were 31 days. So when I started to do my due diligence, I saw that these cycles were irregular here's what i mean when we study the cosmos or let's start study the lunar cycles through the moon when studying this we saw that the moon has 13 cycles that it goes through it orbits 13 times around the earth in a given year now why is that significant a lot of people say that the word month came from moon So if there were only 12 moon cycles, then it would be one thing. But since it's 13 moon cycles, are we really in sync with natural time and order and the synchronic order? And I said, you know, at that time, I didn't know what I uh, know now. You know, we always say if we knew back then what we know now, it might be a little bit different. But when I looked at this, I said, hmm, why would that discrepancy be important? And so I was also taught that everything that happens in the cosmos is happening in the human being on this planet. I'll give you an example. The 13, immediately when I saw the 13 moon cycles, there are 28 days each, and I saw an immediate correlation to the female avatar. Now, what is that correlation? Menstrual cycles, that regular menstrual cycles correct me if I'm wrong, are supposed to be 28 days apart. And there's 13 of them a year, approximately. But because we have many females who are experiencing irregular patterns in their menstrual cycles, I think, and what I've been privy to in terms of knowledge, that this is a contributing factor, this misalignment of cycles, or how we view time in some of these things, has created an irregular pattern in the physical body of the female. Hence, this is why maybe there's an increase in fibroids and uterine cancer and things of these natures. Now, I'm talking to you today because there's an emotional root to every problem. And when we're doing something that's different or we're going on the opposite side of nature, we become the opposite side of nature. We become unnatural beings. Does this make sense what I'm saying? I wish I could hear from you, but I know I can at the moment. So this was powerful information. Uh, I had prior to me studying this, it was a 10 year, I had a 10 year run uh, studying the power of alkalinity and how to rid the body of illnesses and diseases and how to position ourselves and, and, and understanding that no disease can exist in an alkaline state. And so in studying that and sawing And seeing how that actually helped reverse aging, how it helped reverse illnesses, I was blown away. So, upon getting this knowledge, I said, This could also be a major factor in us going to a whole nother level. Okay, so continue to walk with me here. Now, the 13 cycles, 13 times 28 is 364 days in a year. So the one day that we're missing, the 365th day, is what we call the day out of time. Now, what I just described to you was the 13 moon calendar. It it runs very parallel with the female cycle. and, and, And there's some powerful things that you can do to get your cycles on this particular calendar. And it can tell you a lot about. How to uh, follow that and keep up with your uh, female cycles and things of that nature. Okay. So, in looking at that, I also looked at the Gregorian calendar and I had another issue. <laughs> when I start looking at not just the irregular number of 12 and 13 and looking at how the weeks are in uneven and how the months, the days in the month are uneven, I said, now, how does that really? tie us to how things work organically or, or inorganically through the cosmos. How does that really work? And I couldn't come up with an answer. When I started studying further what the Gregorian calendar was presenting, I found out a few things. That Pope Gregory the Thirteenth started the calendar and the word calendar comes from the word calends, which is account book. Now what is this account book? designed for, Well, the account book was there, for the ability to measure taxation. Now I want you to think about that for a minute. This is where the rise of Babylon came into place. The rise of capitalism came into place. And so what happened there is that money became more important than spirituality. And then spiritual spirituality be, became reduced to objects. And these objects made things very artificial for us in our own experience. Now, why is this important? Because us coming on here uh, to this experience as divine beings, as galactic purpose beings, we have to find out what this journey of remembrance is all about. Do We just come and have some fun, have a few trips around the world, buy a few nice things, and then all of a sudden we are out of here and then do we reincarnate and come back and just keep doing the same thing over and over again there has to be a grander purpose and I trust that those of you that are listening would agree so in 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 following this think of, think about this this calendar was created and nobody could really think about. How it could affect your mind is so subtle. But in looking at this, when we look at the Gregorian calendar, I know and some of you may know that desi for December does not mean 12. It means 10, right? November, Nuevo is nine, not 11. Octo, October is eight. And so I started to say to myself, is somebody insulting my intelligence or what? why am I following a calendar that makes absolutely no sense? And then when we look at the month of August, August was uh, a month that had 30 days in it. And then Julius Caesar, the month July was named after him, according to what I studied as far as history of this calendar. And then so Augustus Caesar decides that, hey, I want 31 days on my calendar month like Julius. And that's how the months were coming to place. Now there's more to this. What I'm saying is that this particular Gregorian calendar has no connection to the cosmos. And the number 13 is a very sacred number. Uh, yesterday, or some of us say yesterplasma, was Friday the 13th, and, and, and 13 has been kind of demonized to make us afraid, and now I'm always questioning why, and I know why, because there's power in the number 13. 13 is the number of the cosmos. So when we start doing this, now let me tell you, from a concept in a the- theoretical sense, I said it makes sense to follow a 13-month calendar. Versus this Gregorian calendar, but how am I going to do that with my entire life, all my scheduling, all my doctor's appointments on this Gregorian calendar? Well, we have something called uh, the Synchronometer, and this is this is all three, as uh, three actually three calendars that that it follows all in one calendar. So in a day, you can see three different uh, positions of each calendar, and the three of those positions on that one day create the power of synchronicity. Now, we're not going to talk about synchronicity today a whole lot. That'll be in our third session. But I want to want you to know how powerful that this is because it's tying in the Gregorian cycle, which we know is irregular. And the Gregorian cycle and the Gregorian calendar is very much linked to taxation and technology. And so I'll tell you something else. When we talk about the decimal system, the numbering system. Now, I talk about numbers because numbers is what makes everything move. Electricity is moving because of a certain number pattern and frequency of atoms and molecules, etc. And so when we're looking at this number pattern, the deci, the decimal system, this is the cash system or the number system that we subscribe to pretty much globally. This is now Showing us that deci means fraction. In fact, deci means one tenth, right? Because deci means one, right, uh, or or deci means ten. And the, when we when we look at one tenth, we're talking about a fraction of the whole one tenth. And this is why people can tell us that hey, scientists say we only retain about 10% of what we hear on a daily basis. We only use about 10% of our brain power because of that. So how do we get in a position when we're talking about this to now use 100% of our power? Let me tell you something, those of you that are listening, we got to make sure that the Gregorian calendar is not the primary way that we track times and dates. We got to make sure of that because that is programming us every day to only be one tenth of our own being. At best. And so how do I know that? Well, I did it Uh, five years ago. I said, I'm going to get on this other calendar and I'm going to see. And the power of synchronicity is working on my behold. I don't have to be a slave to money. I don't have to be a slave to being driven or my ego about what I can Uh, consume and accomplish and control. And that's changed my life because I used to work eight to (laughs) faint, but I don't mind working eight to faint, but I don't want to do it just on the ideal for money. I want to focus on my purpose. I want to be able to help my family and my friends and my community focus on their purpose and be able to really help bring the earth into a resonance and to balance and allow this technology to work for us here's something else that's important to know so because of this technology remember i said the the account book or the taxation the capitalism is birthed out of this gregorian calendar, and it's pope gregory the 13th so look at these synchronicity like this is all staged and planned in some grand scheme It's, it's very interesting if you get the if you get the knowledge And so now the technology is running crazy. And what's happening is technology is causing uh, more trash on the planet, more trash than we can, you know, process. And it's creating so much technology that is at the expense of the biosphere. That's every living organism on the planet. We're talking about the trees, the plankton, the insect kingdom, all of that, it's affecting it. And that affects the global balance. And so now what's created is this technosphere. Let me tell you why the technosphere can be a huge discrepancy. Because it's creating a blockage between us and the cosmos. The technology is sending signals to our brain faster than we can sit and meditate and receive the light codes from the sun and the motion and movement from the, the lunation cycles of the moon. Sirius A and Sirius B, a whole nother sister sun that's, that's thwarting energy this way for the last 26,000 years have aligned itself with our sun to take this earth and this planet into a whole Another evolutionary trajectory and so the question is how do we get from under this technosphere how do we focus our energy and find our life's purpose so that we can move through our journey of remembrance if it's all to think about the satellites think about the 5g this is way before even 5g we got technology in our pocket all the time. This phone. Right? Satellites. And they talk about the the, the the satellites or the junk in space. Okay? That's going on from all of the technology. So again, we're surrounded by it. So now this Gregorian calendar has made us very artificial beings and I'll prove it to you. Most of us As we know, humans are very habitual in our experience. And most of us, we do the same things every day, every time. And I'm going to tell you what I discovered through studying. People, we're more mechanical than we are spiritual. We do, we're programmable. And through our subconscious mind, our subconscious, it just records our patterns and it evokes and it induces emotions in which we judge our patterns that we're creating ourselves as if something outside of us is doing it. And that is doing nothing but causing us to repeat those same patterns over and over again until we become insane. And then we just give up and we live our lives without really fully knowing our purpose. So we're in an incredible position. What am I telling you? That if we change what we, how we view time, time is not a mechanical clock. Time is not a digital clock. Time is not a calendar. Cosmic time—that's the, the the Earth revolving around the sun in a solar cycle. A galactic cycle is the moon revolving around the earth and what I'm saying is is that if we're now open to that energy those downloads that we can receive in our own mind in our own body my experience is I've had a different type of experience here on the planet and I'm here to show other people how to do the same thing get from under the program of the matrix from under the program of the technosphere and open up your mind and your heart and awaken those cosmic memory circuits. And you know what? We actually have people in our community who can remote view, who are telepaths, they're they're very telepathic. Some people can see spirits, they can see auras. And it's, it's become like the school of evolution or evolved beings now. They're not afraid to talk about their abilities. Whereas if they go to some hospital, <laughs> they're going to think they're crazy and they're going to put them in a straitjacket and dope them up. So we're in an incredible position. Now, am I telling you to completely get rid of the Gregorian calendar? No, because if we don't have something to replace it with, there's going to be a void there. The Mayans and the Olmecs, they actually had 17 calendar systems that they followed. So they understood the cycles of the cosmos and they watched the animals and how they responded to those those cycles. And they were able to get a lot of intelligence beyond this physical body, beyond this third dimension like never before. So that's the power of what it is that we have, okay? So when we look at this, the mechanized part, the mechanical or the technical part of this society, really started from industrializations. Really started from punching a clock. Some of the terminology that we knew that we use, days of the week, doesn't it sound like a a uh, what you call it? A uh, one of those shows. <laughs> Days of the week, days of our lives, right? What are the stories? Like days of the week. Uh, You know, I should make a a cartoon about that or a show about that. Now that's implying to our subconscious that we're in a days and we're weak. We don't know if that's contributing to why we're not using all our power. In other words, I got another one for you, (laughs) weekend. Right? I learned some of this stuff from one of the master teachers that teach at our school of evolution named Wani Kimi Tohuti Shabazz. Weekend. Why we call it the weekend? Why can't it be the strong end? Right. Because we work all through the days of the week. Now we got to the end of it. <laughs> right. And we live for the weekends. Right. And so intimidation comes in times and dates. So how do we now have a new ideal on time? Time is not money. This is what the Gregorian calendar wants us to be. That's why it's a capitalistic calendar. It's the number one programming agent that nobody catches. And I'll tell you something. Time isn't money. Time is art. Time is about what we create. The evolution time. Watch this is the evolution of consciousness. And as long as our consciousness continues to evolve, we'll tap into those cosmic memory circuits and we will put ourselves back together as the full face of God. And then we'll be able to experience and appreciate our free will and all the shadow and the light aspects of it so that we can now see our journey back to the stars and be able to tap into all the dimensions the brain being the instrument and the mind being the software programs that we can tap into. The reason why I'm having this talk is because we are in dire states. We're in a position where there's so much happening on this planet. When you look at what's going on with the injection of COVID into the society, what's going in with 5G and technology is the only thing that's really advancing our consciousness isn't so this ain't about a revolution this is about evolution us evolving beyond the ones and the zeros the matrix the program that programs us into being artificial beings think about it we keep doing the same things all the time and simon says just makes a suggestion and it can uh, our, our subconscious mind can take root into how we've responded to certain suggestions in the past and respond the same way and take our life into a completely different direction. What do I want you to get out of this? I want you to now take the time and say, hey, now is time to add another calendar to what, what we've been following. And that's the 13 moon calendar. And eventually through practice, it can become the primary medium that we use for calendars, for calendrics. And instead of it being a calendar to track money, it's going to become a synchronometer. And it's going to be an instrument of synchronicity so that we can see how this synchronicity in nature as it grows. The trees can grow our mind into an evolutionary pattern that allows us to accomplish and be things we couldn't be being one So I'm very excited about this and I want you all to chime in. I want you to understand where it is that you sit, because I don't know about you. But I wasn't too comfortable with saying scientists say we just use 10% of our brain power on a daily basis. We, we only tapping into that. That's like uh, I'm doing a job and I'm only getting 10% of my money. Somebody going to give me the other 90% real fast or it's going to be some problems. That's money. What about your brain? What about your ability? That other 90% when we put that together with the 10 cent, 10%. There is no oppression. There is no targeting. It's a whole different experience because we are galactic beings. And if we reduce ourselves just to an ideal of a struggle or ideal, let me tell you, we'll always be in it. We'll always be in it. So. With that being said, those of you that are on, uh, I see a lot of people from Mimic on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see uh, Tahita and Eshe. Hey, Chantel. I see uh, uh, Akila and Barbara. I see Cheryl. Uh, hi, Amira. I don't think I know Amira. Jared, what's up, Jared? I don't know Jared, but I'm glad that he's on. Adrian, what's up? Capresh or Caprice, glad to have you. Ruben, I know Ruben is in the UK as well as Chantel and Rachel, I'm not sure, but I hope that you all have gotten something out of this. And uh, if, if you have any questions about what we're talking about here, the uh, artificial time, natural time and synchronicity, uh, and we, we spent heavily on the Gregorian calendar and its flaws energetically when we're trying to connect to make our spiritual ascension. We're, we're, we're connecting and, and we have to question this calendar because it's never been questioned. And now as we dig deeper into it, we think that these digital devices is what time is. And it's not, it's time, but it's artificial time. We need to be focused in on the cosmos and the downloads it provides to us for us to supersede our abilities beyond time. And in our school of evolution, we talk about some of the paranormal abilities like precognition, bilocation, teleportation, disappearing. And so when we really get in tune with what's an illusion, like this calendar is a huge illusion, we could we could reach the truth and we can do some tremendous things. All right, so what I'm gonna do, uh, does anybody here have any questions before we go? Because if you have some questions, I wanna answer those questions. I thank you all for coming. We're gonna be right back here um, next Saturday, at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I not only wanted you to come back, I'm gonna be talking about natural time. (laughs) We talked a lot about artificial time and, and, and some things, but we're gonna talk about natural time and why that's important for our spiritual evolution. And here's what I discovered. We can't keep evolving and be in the same place or the same space. The third dimension is space and science and mathematics have been taught to us from a third dimensional view. But let me tell you something, it hasn't been taught to us from a fourth dimensional view. That's where natural time and synchronicity lives. And so without considering that component, the time isn't money. The time isn't this digital clock. The time is evolution of consciousness. Factor that in to what we know as science, to what we know as engineering and mathematics and all of these different areas, art. Oh, we're going to see a, a whole new different kind of sacred geometry now. The language of light is going to be upon us and in us.